0: And now, another cup of The London Fog.
1: Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, because I totally already pressed start. Oh, (laughs) well. So people know that we're back at it. (laughs) Let's be honest, I don't think we've really figured out how to start or end these, but...
0: No, you just start by talking and you end by
1: stopping. (laughs) Just a push and go. Real thing. Okay, cool. Well, welcome back, Leah. Yeah. We're having
0: another cup of London Fog. Well, actually, I'm drinking Dr. Pepper. And I'm just having water. (laughs) But you're having a cup of London Fog. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Out on your drive to work or... Or drive home from work. Drive home. Maybe you are a
0: non-commuting podcast listener. Yeah. Are there? any of
1: those? I don't know. (laughs) All I know is everybody at work right now is just deep into the podcast. Okay. Well, if
0: they do it at work, that's a little different because I only do it driving to and from, never at work. Okay. Okay. So this is how you actually
1: have to work. I don't really. Yeah.
0: Well, no, I was thinking this is how you know if like your podcast is good or not because... If people listen to you on their commute, they want to hear what you have to say. If they listen to you while they're work, it's like, well, if I miss 20 minutes of this podcast, oh, I don't care. Yeah, that is kind of I'm true. I'm, like, focusing
1: on something else that i People I'm really get really working. dedicated yeah. for the drive-up. But what happens, like, our average, like, episode, I feel, has been, like, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. What happens if you have a longer commute? Then you're pissed. That it's like almost, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, Being then like, Kate, probably, like, Leah, get your you shit together and make start? our okay. lesson.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna give everyone a recommendation because I feel like what I do if my podcast ends and I'm not quite home is I listen to some music. So, speaking of British things. Lily Allen recently released a new album. Oh, did she? Yes. Remember, her last album was all like, "Oh my gosh, I'm in love, I have babies," and then we went to her concert, and it was like, "Baby bottle, baby bottle." Yeah, it was all about the babies. Um, Yeah. So they got divorced. (gasps) Shut up. So how am I so out of the loop? I don't know. But her new album is all like, "Eh." (laughs) (laughs) "Daggers kill him." (laughs) But it's really good. I feel like heartbreak makes for some good music. Oh my gosh! So check out Lily Allen. Bringing it back to a new album. Wait, wait. Let me just say, it's called No Shame. And okay. it's good, and I think you should listen to it, because angry
1: British girl music is the best. Oh, yeah. I mean, angry or depressed British? Oh, yeah. Depressed. Adele, oh, man. Oh, still. Good but now she's so happy. I know. She's <laughs> got a baby. She's got love. What I do? mean, not that we don't want her to be happy. But kind of not. Like, will she produce the same kind of music? I was already worried when the last album dropped, because I was all like, well, freak. Adele got happy and had a But the a baby. last album
0: was good. Oh, It
1: was good. I loved it. And that
0: was a happier album,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. it kind of flipped towards the end. I don't know. Yeah. No. I don't know. But, but
0: I, I went to her concert and it was amazing. I didn't go. I was <laughs> so left out. But it was amazing and I just feel like, you know, okay, Adele doesn't have to be depressed for good music, but some... But it does make better
1: music It does Like I just feel like it's so real It's raw Mind you I think I have a smidge of like a black heart I get very entertained But you can still draw from like the pain of your past Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, that shit never lets go. And it's always, like, it's so relatable. Although, it's
0: probably bad for your marriage to spend all your time wallowing <laughs> in past relationships. In the past
1: relationship. So,
0: you know, I want Adele. Wait, did they get married or did she just have a kid? She had a kid. She had a kid. I and don't... they did get married. Event. No, they didn't. Did they? Is Adele single? I don't know. But let's you know what? See. If she's not, if she's not married, maybe she can still have more heartbreak. Yeah. That sounds bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she can still be utterly depressed. It's true. Adele, we love you but never be happy. Because <laughs> you make the best. The music stuff. is so good. Okay, I I apparently do not know how to Google search anything because I'm like, is Adele single? And of course it's all like Adele singles. No, I don't want Adele singles. I wanna know is she single? Is <laughs> she single? Um she married Simon Konecki? Konecki?
0: In twenty sixteen. Yeah. Okay, so, she had the baby first, and then they got married. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, because I remember, because she, like, went on tour, and then they got married after the tour. It was like, yeah. oh,
1: I'm... I definitely remember yeah. about her tour. I think she said that that's going to be her last, like, big international tour, too. Yeah,
0: because now she has a baby and stuff, but you know Well, what? she has
1: a baby, but I think she had a lot of vocal problems. Oh, yeah. So, me being a singer, like, number one, I don't know how people do it still, like, Your vocal technique must be, like, golden. But I know that she's had a lot of, like, node surgery. Mm. Just from, like, slapping those vocal folds together. So she had to cancel, full-on cancel her last, like, two shows or something like that. Just because her voice was, like, done. Um, She got sick multiple times, like, on tour. So what you're saying
0: is... That we'll probably have to fly to the UK for the next
1: concert as yeah. we go to. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I think that also should just be a goal of ours with this podcast that we need to, to go... record
0: from the UK? Yeah,
1: to the UK, record, go and see the place that we love so much.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. To they just
1: excellent people. Beautiful taste. <laughs> excellent people. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, I... think I finished season two of Downton Abbey in case you were curious
0: (laughs) um you know I actually was curious because since I was listening to Lily Allen in the car it made me think of that time that I was in London and I saw Lily James who gets on Downton Abbey in season three okay so I was like I wonder if Kate has reached that no I haven't reached (laughs) it
1: because I knew she was somewhere in the show and I was like where is she but mind you the girl that plays I'm going to totally butcher this. Who is in Game of Thrones, like, Jon Snow's wildling lover? What's her name? Oh,
0: I hate her. But you know what?
1: Ingrid? Is her name
0: Ingrid? I mean, I don't hate her. I hate her character. Really? But no. You know nothing, Jon Snow. This is why. It's so good. It's because I watched Downton Abbey first.
1: And I hated
0: her in Downton Abbey. Really? And so then when I watched Game of Thrones, I was like, oh, there's that girl I hate. But I think had I watched Game of Thrones first, I wouldn't have hated her.
1: Okay. I think I like her. I loved her character. Wait, what's happened? I don't know where you are in the show. Um, Well, it's just like the very end, so the war is over... Freaking Matthew can walk again. I just don't. It's just retarded. I actually that, don't
0: remember him ever not walking. It's he, been so long. Oh, my gosh. I know. And everybody's
1: all, like, probably listening is all, like, Kate, this doesn't even matter. It's so many years ago. Um, You know, he had, like, the moment of, like, oh, I'm going to be paralyzed and I can't get my dick up because I'm paralyzed. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> <laughs> um, And so he's all, like, I can't marry anybody and I need to be alone and... Sad and depressed.
0: Um, You know, I just have to say, people use that as a reason not to get married a lot. Like, I dated this guy who was like, I can never have children. Because he couldn't... It well, no, he could, but he just couldn't have kids, so oh, different. But okay. and he was like, "Oh my gosh, this is so horrible! Like we can't, I, I can't m- marry anyone because they'll hate me because we won't have kids." And like when we were dating, I was like, "Oh, this is great! I never have to go through childhood, yeah, You know, up with like this guy. I think that will be fine, but like. I mean, he was really depressed about it, so I couldn't be like, I think this is great news. Obviously, we didn't end up together, so maybe I did care about it. I don't know.
1: Maybe. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess I I guess it just depends on like what point of life. I'm I'm wondering if in like five, ten years whenever you'd be like ready to have kids, if you'd been like, oh crap. No, yeah, and kids. that's true
0: cuz at the time I was like Oh, it doesn't really do. matter. I was like 20, so yeah. I'm like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> don't have to deal with that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think once you're like actually married and like with a family, it's like a hard thing. So I anyway, mean, we don't mean to make light of fertility issues. Yeah,
1: no, definitely not. Because I think we both know of multiple people that have had yeah. difficulties. And I mean, it's hard. It's heartbreaking.
0: But I do also think that like... Matthew in downtown, Abbey that if somebody
1: loves you, it's right. gonna be okay. <laughs> well, I guess I guess I almost can like get it because he's all. I mean, his big thing is is like, no, I couldn't fully marry you because he couldn't like
0: although, consummate
1: the marriage. Although,
0: although this is a big problem because. He's the heir. Yeah, exactly. But who will be
1: his heir? Right? So oh, if he can. Man, I need to rewatch this. Right? <laughs> it's so I'm good. Just telling everybody, like, <laughs> eight years too late, get to, down to Navi, Abbey, get sick, binge watch the first season. Her name is Egret, not Ingrid. Egret. Egret. Y G R I T T E. Oh Y. Okay,
0: I was thinking egret with an E, like those crane-like birds. Right, you're like (laughs)
1: "Mm," wrong. I liked her. I thought she hate
0: her with a passion. I I don't remember why. It's been
1: literally like ten years. (laughs) I also just love that her. But I think she's beautiful, the actress. She's beautiful, and also that they became a couple in real life. Yeah, the guy that plays Jon Snow and the guy and the girl. Are they still together? Yeah, and they're engaged. They're getting oh, married. Oh,
0: that's the cutest thing I've ever heard in my life. And they met on
1: the set in oh. Northern Ireland.
0: You know what? Speaking of Jon Snow, so apparently he is an a descendant of somebody who... somebody. Are we talking
1: in, about... Wait, it, the... Actor, the actor, the oh, okay. actor, yeah, yeah, How yeah. How do get his name?
0: Yeah, so he's a descendant of somebody who Kit Harrison, oh. of somebody who was in the Gunpowder Harrington. Plot, Harrington. Okay, the
1: Gunpowder Plot. Shut yeah, the that you were door. talking about, and
0: so he like because he's like an ancestor, he was super into it. So I think he made like a. It was like a mini, yeah, it was like a mini-series on HBO or something that he was in and made because he was like, oh, I'm related to this dude, I want to like, yeah, 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 we should watch it. Oh my gosh,
1: we totally (laughs) should. Because I wanted
0: to watch it, and then my husband was like, uh. Doesn't look that good. I was like, I will cut you, but I didn't
1: well, Yeah, but <laughs> well, so be aggressive. And I'm single and I have all the time in the world to be like, let's watch that shit. Okay. We're okay, gonna watch it. Let's do that. It's gonna be a good time. Kate Harrington and Rose Leslie are engaged. Yeah. That's I think cute. it's so sweet. And they met doing Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah, so just FYI. It it is an HBO miniseries.
1: It um, is? And oh my gosh, what is it called? Um, please scroll the
0: it's Oh, well, actually it was for BBC 1. I guess in America it's on uh, HBO. Yeah. Well,
1: um
0: it's we're not just, just called Gunpowder. Oh, cool. It's it's um the series stars Harrington who is a direct descendant of his character Robert
1: Catsby. Okay. Is and, it in period?
0: Oh, yeah, of course. <gasps> okay. It's three episodes. The first episode it's 1603, and as England wars with Spain and the bloody persecution of Catholics intensifies, a young nobleman resolves to avenge his kin and defend his faith by any means necessary. And then there's three episodes. Oh my god! The last episode is the eve of the
1: 5th of November. Yes. Anyway. So yeah, we should Also, watch I'm it. just applauding you inside because that was so dramatic <laughs> I just want us to go to a library and you to do like reading time, and I'll be the weirdo um, on the floor with the children, being like, "Yay,
0: do it again!" I just have Leah. to say that definitely, um, you know, as an English major in my children's lit classes, and then in my library classes as a library science major for grad school, I did learn how to read
1: children's stories, flipping the book around and being like slowly turning the pages. Yes. Nice. It's
0: true. Perfect. I'm really good at it, and if anybody wants to hire me. <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> Voiceovers, really.
0: Okay, sorry. What were we talking about today? We're talking about food. Oh, yes. British food. Known around the world for being horrible,
1: but actually, I love it. I know, but it is sad. It's very true. I don't I, know why. Yeah, I don't know why either. Okay, so I mean, there's, time... That's not true. There is some weird stuff out there, but I think every culture has weird food, but I think British... There's just, Been but, like, everywhere. the basic
0: food is good. Because, like, the first time I went to yeah. the UK, I was 16, and everybody kept making all these jokes about, like, oh, oh, that food in England, like, I don't Bring really know. Bring salt. Yeah. And I was like, what? And then we went there, and it was like, every meal, there was, like, three different kinds of potato. And I'm like, who thinks this is bad? Right? Potatoes are amazing.
1: <laughs> More potatoes, please. <laughs> I know. And everybody's all, like, they put gravy on everything. And I was all, like, and we're complaining. Yeah. Gravy <laughs> is amazing. <Right? laughs> Totally down in it. So yeah, no. I would guess before we decided to talk about food, I was trying to think of all the food. Like, what are all the foods that you think like British?
0: Bread pudding. On
1: Beans on toast. Blood pudding is
0: what I meant. Ooh. Um, treacle tart. Okay, you know what? I'm just listing things from yeah. Harry Potter. Um-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Butter beer. <laughs> That's not real. And, and pins. Magic frog. Pims. Um, oh my gosh. I mean, that's not a food. Um, my sister would bring pork, pe- Oh shit. Percy meat pies. Percy pigs. Like. Oh all, yeah, those Percy are so pig. good. Um. Meat um, pies. Pickled herring. Um, spotted dick.
0: I don't know what that is, but I love to say it. <laughs> I
1: know. <laughs> we'll get there. I'm <laughs> sure we'll have to talk about
0: um, it. Um. I'm trying to think. I don't know.
1: Love all the food. I know. Well, I was kind of thinking, so we're gonna both talk about a food. Yes. That is generally kind of associated now with I guess British culture. Um, but I think in the future, I wish I would have thought of big soon. Yeah, and have to eat it on the podcast because I think that would be we can film ourselves eating it and post it on Instagram. Yeah. I'm really into our Instagram, guys. Follow us. (laughs) Calling. so as eating things but also i think that there's some of this like mine i think i could have gone to the british import store and found and then on our beautiful podcast radio we'd yeah. have to
0: you know try it and eat some that's i'm not that adventurous but also um but
1: the podcast will force i mean i'll do anything for dress, the podcast right this is true. life and blood right here because we're, we're making so much money pudding? off it <laughs> blood thing is actually good I think it's I like ha- sausage. I think I've had it,
0: but you know what? I hate sausage. I just don't like meat. It's like <laughs> sausage meets,
1: I think like the American meatloaf, which I also hate. I know. I think uh, you will. You don't like meat. Remember when we
0: were roommates and you would make meatloaf,
1: and I'm like, "What is this crap? <laughs> what is this?" It's true. I feel. I
0: never before we lived together. I didn't know people actually made meatloaf. I, I thought it was meatloaf. a joke. Like it's like one of those things that people joke about eating but nobody actually
1: eats. I'm an old woman. I've decided cuz like and I think it was another thing that like this podcast just like led us to is I realized that I am totally content with watching like my old Father Ted episodes, like old British TV and going home and putting my curlers in and sitting with a cup of tea and being an old lady. I don't
0: know, you know too I soon. Think- I really think we should watch Lark Rise to Candleford because you, old people
1: love it. My grandparents love oh Lark Rise to Candleford. Keeping up appearances. Let's do it. Let's just, I, or let's be honest, I'm going to get done with Downton and then I'm going to need another British show. So just. Which is going to be Lark Rise. <laughs> is it on, what is it on? Tell, do you I know? know. It is it on to, Amazon?
0: Well, it's a BBC show. It is on, I think it's on Amazon.
1: Do I we mean, know? You know? It do, used
0: to be on PBS in, in the
1: US. Oh. I know, PBS, thank you, Masterpiece. Mm -hmm. You bless our lives.
0: Without Masterpiece, where would we be? I
1: know. I think that's the first time I got to watch Pride and Prejudice, was, like, the old Colin Firth, six-episode was PBS.
0: Colin Firth. We should dedicate an episode to Colin Firth.
1: Truly. I mean, Bridget Jones. And we should go
0: watch the new Mama Mia movie. He's in it.
1: What? (laughs) When did he get so desperate? (laughs) He's Colin Firth. Why are you desperate, Colin Firth? Don't sing, Colin Firth. You can do anything.
0: I'll just give you money for being alive. Right? (laughs) We love you. Okay, we need to focus. Focus. Let's
1: talk about food. Let's talk about food. You go first this time.
0: Okay. I want to talk about it. I, as a person who... Eats a lot of afternoon tea. Drinks a lot of afternoon tea. I wanted to talk about clotted cream.
1: Very important. Which
0: I was inspired to talk about this because I hosted this uh, royal wedding tea party
1: and i was like which was amazing i think people need to know and i'm still appreciative i have my little teacup it was beautiful Mm -hmm.
0: okay i'll post some photos on our
1: instagram (laughs) we'll go back flip through and find some photos of us
0: um but yeah so i was like you know planning my menu whatever and i was like oh i need clotted cream but then it was like where do you get clotted cream you can buy like a tiny tiny jar of it at the british import store it's like eight dollars for like enough for one person probably and there's probably just
1: a whole bunch of extra shit to keep it clotted. yeah
0: (laughs) i don't know so i was like uh this is not gonna work so i looked up a recipe it was a lot of work but i'm gonna tell you about
1: clotted cream please do because it was freaking delicious and i think i mean i had it at a couple of teas that we've gone to i feel like alice teacup in new york Uh, does clotted and right yeah i think so when we went there they did that yeah and I think, like, once or twice I'd had it, but, like, yours was superior, because I think it was just, like, freshly it made. It was super fresh. It was good. <laughs> so, please, tell me, because okay. I have no idea what it takes to make, and I secretly want to make it, but also secretly lazy as F to do it, so.
0: Mm. Um, so, clotted cream, also known as scalded, clouted, Devonshire, or Cornish cream. Um, <laughs> what do it's, <a> <laughs> it's a thick cream that is made by heating the milk. And then leaving it in shallow pans to cool. So this is okay. my process. I'll tell you what I had yeah. to do.
1: Tell me. Is, tell me the story of how you made it, really. Okay. What was your thought process?
0: So first I was like, oh crap, because you have to get like not pasteurized milk to,
1: not oh. pasteurized like cream
0: with like heavy cream, non-pasteurized to make
1: it. Is that like not FDA like, approved? Can you find that in the US? You can find it at Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Yeah, that's right. That's right, Whole Foods.
0: <laughs> but I don't even think it's every Whole Foods. I think it's, like, certain Whole Foods. Okay. Anyway, but luckily ours had it. Or there are dairy farms. I almost drove out to a dairy farm that's, like, 40 minutes away. You would. I for know like, you raw would. milk to make it. So you get... I will squeeze it from yeah. the cow's teat. So you get ear cream, and you pour it in a shallow pan, so you don't want it to be too thick. So it's, like, I think I poured, like, an inch. So I had, like, a couple right. pans, and it was, like, an inch And then you put it in the oven on the lowest setting. So it was just like the setting that's warm. Because I think like my first setting is like 200 degrees. So it's just the warm setting. You leave it there to cook for 12 hours.
1: Just on warm.
0: Yeah. So I just like waited for 12 hours. It was just in there. (laughs) You don't touch it. Never touch it or it will not clot. Did you open the door? never open the door. Don't open
1: the door. I don't know. Okay. It was
0: a weird time. I was like what's going on in my oven? Yeah. I wanted to check on it but I didn't dare. <laughs> it was Will rough. it clot? So then after that there's like kind of like a crust on the top and you pull it out and you're like what is going on? And you just don't know. Yeah. So then you have to leave it out. Just leave it out which also feels weird to do with milk no. products <laughs> um, for like six hours while it like cools and is gets uh, to room temperature. So I like cooled it and got it to room temperature. It's still not clotted. Then okay. you have to put it in the fridge for another 12 hours. Laura, um,
1: I didn't know that the special cream took too, so long.
0: I mean, like really there's not a lot of like active work time though, you know, like yeah. You're just
1: moving it around. (laughs) (laughs) Just taking it from one place to another. Yeah, so then
0: it was in my fridge for 12 hours, and that's when, like, the clotting really happens, when it cools. Okay. Then (laughs) you pull it out, and then you have to scrape the top off. So what happens is basically, like, a bunch of it clots at the top, and then underneath you have this stuff that looks like gross skim milk. Okay. So you scrape off the part that's, like, hard. Uh Uh-huh. And then I whipped it briefly, just so that it was like not weird looking, you know. Mm -hmm. So you like whipped it briefly. Some people scrape off that like crustier yellow part on top. Some people leave it. I left it because it was easier. (laughs) And then I just whipped it together, and then it was done. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird thing, but because it's like being
1: American, which to me now seems so honky after this process that you've described. it was like whipped cream meets butter.
0: Yeah. But
1: like it was fluffy but kind of rich buttery, like buttery like.
0: Yeah. It's it's a weird thing. Like some people
1: um at any point in this process where you were like I'm screwed. I This did not work. Well
0: out. so my problem was that I just thought, yeah, it w- that it wasn't gonna work, and then I was like, well, it took me three days to make this, <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't start warm soon cream. enough. So what actually happened was, I Krusty had, the, I had the recipe. I knew it was gonna take a while. I thought it was only gonna take me two days, mm-hmm. so three days before the party, I'm reading the recipe. I'm like, oh crap, it's gonna take three days. I'm sitting in my office at work. I'm like. I just, I just have to leave. I have to go home and start my cloud cream. Screw work. Yeah, Screw so I just income. walked out of work like two hours early to go buy the cream
1: and get started right away. <laughs> yeah. Don't they know that this is the most important thing?
0: But okay, so here's an interesting thing. So in the U.S. that probably doesn't really fly, but in the U.K. they count that like they think that like the heat and like setting and whatever like is kind of an equivalent to pasteurizing it, like, for legal purposes in the UK. So that's why it, you know... It's easy for them to, like, sell and stuff. Um, But anyway, now that we've figured that out, let's talk a little bit about the history. There's a long history. Okay.
1: I like it. I mean... Just enlighten us. Just a little bit.
0: Because the funny... The thing that I think is funny is so, like, basically everybody knows that it comes from, like, the South. Um, But... Right? Is that south?
1: Sure. Okay, south. Um, Facts are not important on this podcast.
0: Oh
1: yeah, I forgot. Just uh, <laughs> remember that we're most likely going to screw everything up and people are going to be offended. Yes. So Get southwest
0: over it. Southwest England has a lot of dairy farms. Okay. So particularly the counties of Cornwall and Devon. And it's apparently a big disputed thing of where did clotted cream come from? Was it Cornwall or Devon? As far as I know, they're right next to each other, so who
1: cares. But in the UK, this is a very important thing. I like it. I say we go to both, and then we just cause a major problem. We're all like, who made it? Who makes it better?
0: So apparently it started out because farmers wanted to reduce the waste from their milk. I don't really get...
1: How that does it? Well, maybe but... it was like about to turn or something. Yeah, you know, and, then, and like, so you're all like, well, that... what am I going to do yeah. with it?" Yeah, and so that you like saves
0: it. it. Yeah, that makes sense. So apparently, monks in Tavistock Abbey were making clotted cream in the early 14th century. There's proof of that. There's even a cookbook in 1658, which I guess is after that, but okay. you know, that has a recipe for clotted cream. So it's been. Really popular for a long time. Um, basically, I mean, I don't know. I'm not gonna go too too deep into the history. I just thought that was funny. That like, what
1: my- do we eat clotted cream with on? Um, on everything. Just no. use it. So,
0: um, so. <coughs> It started to become kind of popular. I mean, it was always kind of popular, but it was, like, more popular in, like, the 19th century because people thought that it was healthier, like, easier for your body to digest than, like, other creams and, like, dairy products. I don't know. Um, So the main thing that you eat clotted cream with is kind of for dessert. Like, so it's, like, normally you would have it with a scone. so you put like a dollop of clotted cream and a dollop of jam on top of your scone and that is your cream tea oh i like it that's why you know like sometimes like when you're in the uk you go to place and you get like afternoon tea it's like sandwiches and whatever but if you just get a cream tea you get a sandwich a scone clotted cream and jam and that's your cream tea Oh, yeah. I feel so educated. I know. There's lots of places that sell that for like five pounds. I have a lot of cream tea when I'm there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Um, It's pretty popular in Australia now, too. Um, People use it in baking, which I thought was interesting. I didn't know that. Um, And also, it's used in the Hmm. production of ice cream and fudge. Okay, which...
1: That makes kind of sense, but also seems like a really unnecessary step.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Also, people use it in savory dishes sometimes, like mash it in mashed potatoes or scrambled eggs. Okay. Which, I'm just saying, all the work I did for that, like, I want to be tasting the flavor of my clotted cream. Like, I don't want to be mashing it in a potato. Like, so... Oh, by the way... Screw those potatoes. So, clotted cream kind of tastes, like, nuttier... And Mm -hmm. butter and a little
1: sweeter, yeah. I guess no, I definitely thought
0: that, but I don't know. I just in case people haven't had it, so that you know the difference between it and butter. And but it's like a consistency between butter and whipped cream, right? Um, but yeah, so it's like always been a really popular thing when people go to visit. Devon or Cornwall that they like buy clotted cream and bring it home and gift it to people so you know if I ever go I'll bring you something yeah let's go let's, get, we'll go together and just gift. get all the clotted cream yeah
1: and we'll you know we'll, what guys
0: if you want to send us some clotted cream if you're from those areas which if you are I don't know why you'd be listening to our yeah, podcast you're all like but these
1: bitches know nothing send about us a message and we'll and just, just tell you how to send it to us yeah we'll get a p.o. box cause. yeah yeah. I don't know if I want people knowing where I live. Um, yeah, If they're going to send boy. me clotted cream, though, maybe I'm... I mean... It could be worth it. It could be worth it.
0: Well, <laughs> I feel like your place is, like, a little safer than my place, because it's, like, an apartment complex. The mailbox yeah. isn't... It's, like, somebody's watching the mailbox, kind yeah. of, right? So...
1: But they need my apartment number, so oh. I guess like it's not just the box they would be able to like. We can give knock them a fake
0: name. I don't know what that would do. Yeah, I yeah,
1: <laughs> don't think so. They know I'm Kate, and they know you're Leah, so. We're
0: <laughs> like send it to Samantha Smith. Right.
1: <laughs> Code name. Oh, we should both pick oh, a British name. We should have name.
0: picked fake
1: names. Beatrice.
0: Oh, I want to be Lily. Oh
1: well. Mabel, I'm stuck with (laughs) (laughs) Beatrice.
0: Okay. Anyway, so that's enough about
1: clotted cream from me. Clotted cream, I liked it. You were the sweet. Maybe you should have ended because I'm gonna Uh, totally wreck it.
0: Disgusting. You know what? See, this always happens.
1: (laughs) I am the wrench to throw in. I'm talking about jellied eels. Ew! They really do eat
0: it. Do they um, put clotted cream on it? They can
1: eat it with clotted cream. Actually, I highly doubt that Well, they I'm do. just
0: saying, uh, clotted cream can be with savory things, too.
1: I believe it's, it. I read it. It's true. So, yeah. Um, jelly eels. Um, first off, do you like eels?
0: Um, I like eel sauce
1: on my sushi. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think that's quite the same. <laughs> Um, I like eel in sushi, but I have never had it jellied.
0: I'm gonna go with no. You know, I'm... I never really wanted to eat eels because of watching
1: The Little Mermaid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, definitely flutsum and jetsum or whatever. Like they were
0: oh my gosh. the worst. I just googled <laughs> jellied eels and they do not look good. I am sorry if anybody eats this because
1: I don't know. I think it could be okay. It's like an aspic almost. Aspic is like or the proteins like make the gelatin around meat. Yeah, product. I
0: mean, I get that, but I don't eat
1: that. I'm wondering. <laughs> I have. I do not eat that. I'm kind of wondering if the eel themselves. Well, let me talk about it. Okay. So, how it's made is typically the eels are chopped and shucked into rounds and boiled in water and vinegar to kind of make the stock. And then there's kind of a whole bunch of different. Recipes, but sometimes it's like nutmeg and lemon juice. Sometimes I found some that was just like a oh, plethora of other things to I guess kind of give it taste because I don't think eel has a big taste.
0: Probably not. Not
1: a lot of fish has. Like taste. real strong Although, taste. Nutmeg sounds. I mean, I put nutmeg, nutmeg and eel, right? Yeah. I was like, "What is this?" Like, I can
0: kind of see maybe like some <laughs> rosemary or something.
1: <laughs> rosemary and thyme. You know
0: what? I just have to say, I have often, when making just random like Britishy kind of dishes, followed that song and used partially sage, rosemary, and thyme, and it always tastes great. Those right? herbs go really well together. They had
1: it down, really. Yeah. <laughs> Side, note when, Side we, note: when we make jellied eel, let's use those. <laughs> right, I don't know if we'll make, but I think you can buy a tin of them. Which I feel oh, like I need to use friend. the word tin and not. Oh yeah, you can also buy. Can. T- you can buy tins of clotted cream, Ooh.
0: just to bring it back around. Why is
1: everything in a tin? You're always like, why? Even just like tin beans or something. I'm always like, mm, no, no, thanks. Oh, it's kind of cute. A tin. Instead of a can. Ugh. American. Yeah. We got our cans if here. If you talk
0: about a can of beans, you're like, ew. If you talk about a tin of beans, you're a like, tin- wow, I'm so refined. I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so proper, really. They taste better. Um, okay, so you cook this fishy stew up, and then the eel is naturally gelatinous. So mm-hmm. as it cools, okay. it releases proteins like collagen, and it Forms kind of like the jelly, the and we eat it cold. How big is an eel? Um,
0: is it like snake size?
1: Sure, you decide because I really don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's probably. Like I'm gonna say if like, you
1: take a snake and flatten it, yeah, smooth, and you
0: beat it <laughs> <don't>
1: senseless. <laughs> yeah, I always figured eels were like snakes of of the sea.
0: Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm totally looking this up. Eel. So- Oh my goodness! It can be.
1: They can be huge. I know that.
0: So a European eel, which I assume is what, yeah, you know, people are eating, yeah, yeah, yeah. is eight pounds and it's two to two and a half feet.
1: Oh wow, that's that's scary. Really gigantic. I don't and, like it. <laughs> and I'm'm no. un- not good looking. Ugh. So there's a whole bunch of places in England that you can you get eel at pie houses. You know what? I've seen
0: that, like pie, as yes. like I've seen that on a menu and thought, ew.
1: Yeah, why is this here? <laughs> Who chose this? So, a little just quickie history about some jellied eels, guys. Just get it in my belly right now. I just want all the jellied eels. Said mm-hmm. probably no one ever. You watch somebody will finally start listening to this podcast.
0: Send us some eels
1: <laughs> <laughs> in England and being like you. I have no idea what you're we're talking gonna about. We're going to get
0: a lot of hate mail. I'm if, sure if we we're going to get a lot listeners, of
1: listeners. We're going to get a lot of hate mail. I know, but
0: you know what? I like hate mail. Bring it on.
1: <laughs> Bring it. Um, I don't
0: know. No one's ever sent me hate mail.
1: I know. I kind of just want people to know that we are good at heart, but we just love to make fun of everyone. It's not just you. Like, <laughs> you should feel honored that we make fun of of but you if or anyone else. To
0: specifically, make fun of you. Just let send us know. an email.
1: <laughs> A London fog, well, London fog podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah. So the history of the jellied eel is really nothing crazy fancy. It was just cheap and nutritious, and it was always available because for a long time, I don't know if it's still, but the European eels were so common, um, and they were in the Thames that they you could even set out and net as far upriver as london itself and be able to catch it so the london poor were able to get like their hands on plenty of I doubt
0: that they're still there i kind of right?
1: might think it might be now because like now that people, there's like more motorized boats and stuff maybe but also i think do you think people are eating more eel now than they were in the 18th century because that was when it says the earliest known eel pie and mash houses in London, in uh, were kind of like created was the 18th century.
0: I don't think people are eating more eels now, but I think there's probably so it's just like a hundred years ago. So like back then, people were more poor, so they ate all the eels, and now right. there's not as many. Right. That's my theory.
1: <laughs> I mean, we all know how awesome Wikipedia is, so this could be. A bunch of bullshit but it says at the end of the second world war there were around a hundred eel pie and mash houses in london and then in 1995 there were 87 so i guess it's kind of going out of fashion millennials are like Sc-
0: Ew, screw this eel but stuff there's totally some like hipster millennials in the uk that are oh. like i love myself some eels
1: yeah, okay, you know what? Like here, where everybody's going to get into meatloaf. You're so behind the times, Leah. Just get with meatloaf. <laughs> uh,
0: that hasn't happened yet. But I'm Googling Pie Minister, because that's my favorite pie place in the UK. Okay. I know it's like a little, it's like the trend, not trendy, but like not classic, like new. like Okay. Place. And I'm going to see if they have any eels on their menu.
1: See if we got some jelly deals in there,
0: yeah. Because if they have eel, then maybe people
1: are still eating it. But but if not, if they're not. the they're our name.
0: Well, I just feel like a new kind of plate, you know, like an old pub probably still keeps it on its menu. Oh, 1000 percent like,
1: like pub food, this definitely is just my eyes, pub food. I have never had it. I now feel like that I've looked it up and discovered that this is a thing. I now have to try it, which I kind of don't want to. So, <laughs>
0: they don't have any jellied eel, but they do have um, a pie that they use eel sauce on.
1: Uh, that doesn't count. Oh, and wait. So it's like super sweet.
0: Yeah, so yeah. It's not the same. <laughs> well, they changed their menu. Oh, oh, look. London's Best Pie
1: and Mash Shops. I found a but, couple.
0: There are some that still have eels, but Yeah.
1: Is it like something that's fading out? You guys I think let it's us fading know. Out.
0: Yeah, let us jellied know. Eels. How often do you eat jellied eel?
1: Is it like jellied eels like going to grandma's house and she made you liver in America cuz like nobody eats that. But you still hear of people having liver in But sometimes onions. people
0: put their liver in the gravy at Thanksgiving. Right. They're like, oh, here's the turkey liver. Chop, chop, chop. Throw and it in the gravy. And then you're just there eating your mashed potatoes, thinking yeah. this is delicious. And then suddenly you get a bit of liver. And you're Look! like, Grandma, what the hell were you thinking? Right?
1: <laughs> Grandma, she's like, it's good for you. And you're like, no. Just, <coughs> oh, oh, excuse me.
0: I don't know how that happened.
1: Is that what, would you say, excuse me? We need to figure out some mm. good British phrasing. Yeah.
0: You would say Gesundheit. Gesundheit. That's German.
1: That's German. (laughs) Oh, bless you. Um, Lord bless. I have no idea. So that's my food. There you go. Jellied eels. I feel like, though, we really should be held accountable. Anything that we bring up, we have to now taste or try.
0: Yes. Um, People in the UK say bless you or God bless you.
1: Oh, okay. Well... I guess that's not as bad that's as sounds. That's
0: not minutes. that exciting.
1: Let's say type. <laughs> Let's do Gazuntide. In the words of Albert. <laughs> okay. Okay, sorry. Um, so, you know. Yeah, I think that's it. Let's be honest. Like, we don't. I feel like we've kept people around long enough talking just about food.
0: Yeah. I mean, and also, About a lot of other stuff. We got a little off track Um. Today. I just want to say that Netflix has recently, um, like, I don't know. Probably because of the Royal Wedding, they have a lot more, like, royal shows to watch. So... Are you all caught up on The Crown? You know what? I'm not caught up. And I need to catch up. We...
1: Yeah. I'm not either. I think I didn't finish all of the second season because I was all like, crap, I'm going to go through it way so... Like, way too fast.
0: Yeah. But they have... So, this. these are some new shows that I recently found that I just wanted to mention. They have one called The Royal House of Windsor, which is, like a documentary of the royal family of the last 100 years. Okay. Um, I guess it aired in Britain, like, a year ago, but it is now on Netflix. Love it. They have another docu-series called The Royals, which is also, like, it's like, so it's like the Royal House of Windsor, but, like, more light, light-hearted. Like, Royal House of Windsor docu-series is, like, serious events. Yeah. And then The Royals is, like, royal pets. Like, you know, okay. like, the fun stuff.
1: Okay. Because um, I feel like there's another show also called The Royals Out, right? That's an American TV uh, series. Oh, yeah. No. Don't watch that one because I tried to watch like an episode and it was crap.
0: Yeah, that's crap. Um, also, <laughs> they have this show. As pertains to Kate. They have, I'm just talking about like the real life. Yeah, that, Yeah, let's do so that. So they have the Elizabeth at 90 um, Family oh. Tribute is on Netflix now, which I really want to watch. Yes. They have Diana, Seven Days. Which is you what know is the the days the week leading up to her death, which we need uh, to watch that. Gutting. Anyway, those are the ones that I like saw and was like I need to watch these. Yeah, we so gotta get caught up. In we some need to good get caught up. British TV. Yeah,
1: and get to back to the Crown. We'll get back on that because once again, I feel like everybody is ahead. But I know that starting season three that the cast changes.
0: I know. And that's why I am not to catch up. I know they're growing up, but like, I love, love the girl who plays Elizabeth right now. And what's
1: her name? Joy something, right?
0: I don't know. I don't know her name, but she's a good Claire,
1: Claire Foy. Oh, Claire Foy. Yeah. Uh, (coughs) So good. Claire
0: Foy. We love you, Claire Foy. I'm assuming that you listen to our podcast. Yeah, (laughs)
1: She's there. But then again, um, Olivia Coleman is going to be playing her starting in season three. Who, she's, what else is she in? She was in Broadchurch, playing like the oh. mom, no like not the mom, she's playing like the woman detective.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, I feel like.
1: I love her. Yeah. She's a fabulous actress. She's
0: probably great. I just, I don't like change. You know, that's why I never got like super into Doctor Who. I just can't handle change. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, Doctor Who is too much. That will be something likely we never
0: we're never talking about. Yeah, doctor go and Who. find your
1: podcast that'll cover. Yeah, cover doctor Who that's just too that's, much effort.
0: That's not for us.
1: And it's been like a on for a billion years.
0: You know what? Um, what's her face? Olivia
1: Coleman, I think, was also on Doctor Who. I think. <laughs> what is it? Isn't now the new Doctor a woman?
0: Yeah, that kind of made me want to watch it, but then I'm like, well, I'll just get attached and then they'll switch her up again. I know. I just can't. I can't handle that. I can't do it. I was really, really into Doctor Who at the beginning, and then as soon as they switched Doctors, I was like, well, this is over for me. Right.
1: (laughs) It was a sad time. But yeah, so we're getting Olivia Colman playing the queen, Tobias Menzi.
0: Oh, I love him. Right, Game of Thrones. Oh, that's not why I love him. He's also... Uh, Black Jack and Outlander.
1: Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. How could we forget? I yeah. forgot he was on Game of Thrones. Yeah, and but yes. he's going to be playing Philip. Oh, and oh then my gosh. I'm so Helena excited. And then Bottom Carter <gasps> is playing Margaret.
0: This is, like, the best. So why it, did I – why was I saying yeah, about this Yeah, don't be casting? afraid. After, Change. like, I
1: heard it, I was all like, huh. But then okay, I, I okay. couldn't, like, finish season two because almost – I'm that person that if it's done, I'm all like, what the hell am I supposed yeah. to watch now? When does no. season three come out? I'm I like don't know. Halfway Probably through sometime season next two. year. Ugh. Oh my gosh, I can't. Let's remember. see. The third is intended to be released in 2019. Ugh, that pisses so. me off.
0: Okay, so I'm not going to catch up that fast. But <laughs> yeah. all right. All right. So I think we're Ladies and gents, thanks for listening to our ramblings. It was an excellent
1: episode. I was kind of afraid that this one was going to be short. Oh, it was not short. It was not. And we apologize for yeah, that. Yeah, sorry about guys. You guys are all like, um, they said they were just talking about food, but they talked about everything in it. Doesn't. Yes.
0: So thanks for so, listening and yeah. cheers. Cheers.